Super Talk Mississippi media production. If you're feeling anxious about your investments with all the economic volatility and chaos in Washington, tune in to Super Talk Jackson on Wednesdays from 9 to 10 a.m. and Sundays from 8.30 to 9.30 a.m. for Element Wealth Radio with Jeremy Nelson. Learn more at myelementwealth.com. Welcome in, everybody, to the post-game reaction version of the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. Always glad that you are with me. Old Miss just wrapped up an absolutely dominating, in every form or fashion that you can think of, an absolutely dominating performance over Georgia Tech in Atlanta. So we're going to quick react to that with you. Again, my name is Michael Borky. Follow me on Twitter if you have not already, at Michael Borky, B-O-R-K-E-Y. Also, YouTube, Facebook, search, again, Michael Borky. Find me on YouTube, uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel, like the Facebook page, follow on Twitter if you have not already. Search this podcast wherever you get them. Just search Rebel Report. iTunes, Spotify, wherever. Search Rebel Report, subscribe, leave a rating, and a review if you like what you hear. Uh, First, we need to start with this, though. Because I don't know if... If it has been properly put into perspective, most of you have been following Ole Miss sports for a long, long, long time. And no, Georgia Tech is not a particularly good football team. They are one of the worst in the ACC. However, how often have you been able to say that your program is in a spot where you can go on the road and completely and totally and physically and athletically and everything, coaching, everything, dominate a Power 5 opponent on the road. Again, it's not a particularly good one, but how many Ole Miss teams have you seen in the past not be able to do something like they did today? I think proper perspective is needed when it comes to wins like this because you are already – You're only two years and three games into the Lane Kiffin era, but you are already so comfortable, it seems, with what your program is and the the players you have and and the standard and the coaching that I don't think it's really – I think perspective is needed here. Lane Kiffin was channeling his inner Nick Saban today furious while his team was up 42 to nothing on the field. The standard has changed. the, The coaching has obviously changed. The performance levels have changed. It can't be overstated how ruthless and dominant Ole Miss was today. I'll give you the numbers. We'll talk about quarterbacks and more. But first, I want to remind you that the podcast is brought to you by LBs. If you have, if you didn't go to LBs this weekend and you weren't in Atlanta, what were you? What were you doing? You should have gone. LBs just across from Kroger on University. It's the best place in the state to get your meat. If you're going to be cooking with meat, that's the place to go get it. Uh, when you go, tell Greg and the good people there at LBs that I sent you. They will hook you up. They've also got daily on specials. Those are Monday through Friday, so if you don't feel like doing the cooking and you're in town, they'll do the cooking for you at lunchtime, but uh, they're open every day. So if you're cooking with meat, if you want to watch the Saints-Bucks game tomorrow, uh, go by and see Greg and the good people at LB's. The podcast is brought also brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. ABSMS.com is the website. ABSMS.com is the website. Advantage Business Systems. If you are anywhere... Inside of the state of Mississippi, and you're in the market for office technology, so anything from copiers and printers and mail machines to cloud storage, data security, phone systems, IT, tech in the office, whatever it is, absms.com. When you tell them I sent you, 
You'll get a complimentary office technology assessment. So you tell them what you need, what your budget is. They'll come out and give you an assessment on me, absms.com. Stats don't tell you the whole story, but they tell you a pretty damn good story today. Here are just some of the raw numbers to, to just illustrate how dominant Ole Miss was. 31 first downs for Ole Miss. 20 of them were gained rushing. Georgia Tech had 13 total first downs, five of which were gained rushing. One of those 13 came via penalty. Ole Miss did not have one that came via penalty. Ole Miss had a net rushing total of 316 yards. That is with sacks factored in. 316 yards rushing today on 5.1 per carry. Six rushing touchdowns in the game to Georgia Tech's 53 yards rushing on 1.6 per carry. Uh, Almost had a lot of sacks. A lot of sacks factored in there. Uh, We'll get to that here in a little bit. Uh, Jack, uh, Ole Miss threw for 231 yards in the game on 12 of 19 passing. We'll get to Dart's numbers more specifically here in a second. Georgia Tech threw for 161 on five yards per attempt. A terrible, terrible number. So that's 547 yards of total offense for Ole Miss versus 214 from Georgia Tech. I believe, if I remember correctly, Ole Miss scored three touchdowns in the second half. And after the third touchdown, Georgia Tech had 14 yards of offense in the half. Uh, I just completely and totally dominating football game. Ole Miss had seven sacks in the game. Seven sacks for 45 yards. And Jackson Dart was sacked once for uh, for 11 yards. Individually, I mean, again, just completely and totally dominating. I expected Ole Miss to win. I expected them to cover, but, but not like this. Um, let's start with the defense first. Well, let's start there, actually. I, I think that that is really, truly the story of this game. Uh, Ole Miss is as good defensively as you hoped they were. This wasn't the best test in the world, but it was a dominating one. Uh, I absolutely love how physical, especially the safeties are in run support. Otis Reese had a really nice day today for Ole Miss. He was really, really good. Cedric Johnson uh, got a sack today. He looked good. He was disruptive and miserable. Uh, Troy Brown got ejected on what I thought uh, by the letter of the rule, uh, I guess is the appropriate call. I, I cannot believe that we are ejecting players from games because of the hit that he had. It was a regular football play. He should not be missing games for that. But still, um, Ole Miss really kept Sims in, in check on the ground. I mean, he was completely discombobulated throwing the football, which was to be expected. He's not the great, the, the greatest passer. Uh, that Ole Miss will see this year. Not anywhere close. He's not a particularly good one, but um, he was not effective with, with his legs. Ole Miss stepped up and tackled well in space. Really nice day from the secondary. Really nice day uh, from the defensive line. They were constantly controlling the line of scrimmage. It, it was it was a nasty group today. It really was. And I mean that, as you know, uh, totally complimentary. J- just a nasty, nasty group for Ole Miss today. They, they played extremely well uh, again, a bunch of tackles for a loss, seven sacks. I mean, it was uh, it was dominating. Uh, you even got some good looks from uh, Demon Clowney, who hadn't played much at all this year, if at all. Um, he had a couple of tackles for a loss. Really jumped off the page. Maybe this will uh, um, uh, light a spark under him 
and and force coaches to give him more playing time. Uh, we shall see. But I mean, even the third stringers uh, that were in late were, were still holding true to that standard. Chris Partridge, so far, again, the the competition is going to change uh, a lot. Uh, it's going to get significantly tougher. But so far, he has answered every call as a new defensive coordinator. They're aggressive. They bring pressure from different places. They they have a mentality that they they hit well. They tackle well. It is a well coached group right now, and it's still not the best opponents. We will see when it gets tougher, like when Kentucky comes to town in a couple of weeks. But you know, right now that you are in exceptional hands. Um, so far, anyway, Chris Partridge has passed every test. His defense looks legit. And they clearly have an edge uh, about them, and they play with that. And uh, Georgia Tech couldn't do anything at all today. They they were uncomfortable and smothered the entire game. It's just Georgia Tech, but still, those guys, they are legit. They're, there's no other way around it. They they look like a legitimate defense, regardless of the competition level. The obvious thing here is quarterback Jackson Dart started the game, took the overwhelming majority of the snaps. Luke Altmaier dressed out, um, had some extra padding on that shoulder. I do not believe he's at 100%, but I I, I do think that um, – I think Jackson Dart did enough today to show you um, that they don't need to be balancing starts – uh, anymore. It was a little weird early. So he had that really nice throw on the opening drive. Um, and then missed a deep ball to Mingo where I thought if Mingo maybe laid out, he could have maybe caught that ball. I don't know if it was a, uh, I don't know if he didn't see it well or, or whatever, but it felt like a better effort could have been made either way. Missed a deep ball. Um, had one batted down, Looked like uh, maybe a drop on the sidelines to Kelly. Things got a little weird there for a while. They got cute on one drive where they they called too, too many uh, quarterback draws. Um, Didn't really get to settle in in the first half. Did some nice things in the first half, but had that really bad interception right before the half. Threw it. He he was rolling to his right, going towards the sidelines, threw it back across his body late, was picked off. that, that's just something that you cannot, you simply cannot do. There, there's, there's no way around it. It's a bad mistake. I would call it a young quarterback mistake, but remember, Matt Corral threw a very similar interception on the Plains last year against Auburn. It's a, it's a common mistake with quarterbacks, but it's one you can't do if you want to expect to win close games in the SEC. Bad, bad mistake. Uh, Lane Kiffin let him have it really on the uh, on the sidelines there and. Um, Tom Luganville reported that he got an earful after that because it was a bad decision. It was. You you can't do that and win. Uh, He responded in the second half with almost flawless play. He missed one pass to Henry that would have been a touchdown. Otherwise was great. Had a a beautiful, I mean, he was falling backwards, uh, just a stunning over-the-top throw to Malik Heath. Um, Looked really comfortable and sharp out of the gate in the second half. Um, averaged over 20 yards per completion today. That's really significant. That's the explosive kind of stuff you've been looking for from him. Had a really nice uh, third down throw over the middle. Um, Had a couple of nice throws uh, over the middle to to keep drives going. 
But his legs uh, made a couple of really nice plays with his legs. And, and one of those moments, I don't know if this will be it or not. I don't know the health status of Luke Altmeyer. Maybe they will go back to splitting the reps evenly uh, come this week. Uh, maybe that happens. I don't know. But it did feel like on that third and nine where he escaped the pocket and trucked that Georgia Tech defender, that, especially when they watched that again on film, that did feel like, from my vantage point, Okay, this is that that's his team now. That that's kind of that's what I thought then was now they're gonna start buying into this dude when when not only is he making plays with his legs, but he's channeling a little bit of inner Matt Corral where he could have run out of bounds. Maybe that would have been the more advisable thing, but he decided to take on a, a defender, was very close to getting a first down, but absolutely trucked a guy. That's one of those moments where it's like, okay, he's comfortable, he's slinging it. And then he does something like that. Felt like he really took command uh, in the second half before Ole Miss shut things down. He's not perfect. He's not going to be. Not this season. But uh, you saw marked progression from Jackson Dart from week one to week three. Uh, Troy, by the way, should have beaten Appalachian State today. Lost on a Hail Mary. but uh, So maybe go back and look at that game a little bit differently, too, when that was his first start after splitting reps. But um looked really comfortable and in control and showed you the ability uh, in why people are so high on him. Uh, he showed you the arm strength. He showed you the touch, the playmaking, playmaking ability. He's athletic, can can do stuff with his legs as well. Um, I, I don't think they should mess around with this anymore. That's just my opinion. Uh, I think that the, the week of practice should be largely Jackson darts, and I think the ma- overwhelming majority of the reps next week need to go to him and they need to get him ready for Kentucky because uh, he showed you the ceiling, and that ceiling is very, very high. He's not a finished product yet, not at all, but you guys saw what I've been talking about. You saw it today. He's got a ceiling, a very high one. Uh, We'll we'll keep an eye on Altmaier's – on his shoulder and, and how they handle this. I, I have not seen Lane's post-game quotes just yet. Uh, so maybe he provided some insight. I doubt that he would, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, but either way, 14 minutes. I haven't even mentioned the uh, the best part about Ole Miss's offense, and that's the that's the running game. Unbelievable day on the ground. Zach Evans had 135 yards rushing on just 18 carries. Quinshawn Judkins had 98 yards on 19 carries. Uh, he gained 105, had a, had a loss in there, but 98 yards. Jackson Dart did have uh, 40 with the sack factored in. It should be 10 for 55, but either way, uh, Ulysses Bentley had eight carries for 28 yards. Evans had two touchdowns. Judkins had two touchdowns. Bentley had two touchdowns. 316 yards on the ground for Ole Miss on 5.1 per carry. Again, that factors in sacks. And the end of the game where, for example, Isaiah Ward had five carries for net one yard. Uh, Bobo Miller had, uh, well, his one carry was a good one, but I did not and was not aware that he was on the team. Uh Offensive line play is still a bit of a concern. Uh, Too often, even in this game, they gave up some pressure and uh, negative rushing plays. There's a little bit of lack of consistency there, but there are times where they opened up holes, man, that you could drive a bus through. Uh, So there's still some inconsistencies there, but when you 
are able to open up the size holes that um, Ole Miss's running backs were able to run through. And then you pair that with Evans's speed and, and elusiveness and Judkins's power and vision that this rushing attack is going, I mean, it's going to lead, they're going to lead the SEC in rushing again. Uh, they have somehow upgraded in that running back room. And two of those guys from last year's team are on NFL rosters. Well, one's a practice squad, one's a roster guy. And the other one is going to be playing for Miami tonight when they go to Texas A&M. It is crazy how talented those running backs are. And, um, it's hard. It was hard to give Dart looks early because they were they were running the football so well. So competition's obviously going to increase. Kentucky is well more equipped uh, to slow Ole Miss down in the running game. But guys, this this group is is really special. It, it really, really is. And you saw it time and time again today. They've got to get more consistency up front on the offensive line. But still, they are a special group. Uh, in that running back room. I mean, Ulysses Bentley is is barely getting carries because how can you give him carries? Because that requires you taking them away from Judkins or Evans. But that's your third option. Imagine having that guy as your third option. That is it's pretty remarkable. So um, all in all, it's a great day. It's, it's just a great day for Ole Miss football, a dominating win. Um, and that's that's got to feel good knowing where your program's been in the past versus where it is right now, where fans are not completely satisfied with how the team looked after a 42 to nothing win on the road at a Power 5 ACC team. Times have changed, haven't they? Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I will uh, see you on... A Super Talk Mississippi media production.